Hello, and welcome to the Married Christian Sex Podcast, a ministry of MarriedChristianSex.com, which is written by Elle Fury and Sexy Corte. Today's episode is a dialogue between Elle Fury and Sexy Corte in response to readers who have questions about their thought and fantasy lives. If this marriage ministry is beneficial to you, please share it with one of your friends and leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you find podcasts. All right, so today we are going to be uh, answering some questions that we got from readers about their thought lives, about their sexual fantasies, about how to direct their thought lives in a way that is positive and edifying for their marriages. I think we've all had experiences where a thought just appears in our head and you can't necessarily con- control your thoughts and when they appear. Um, But what we really want to focus on today is what you can do with those thoughts once they do appear and how to to direct them in a positive way that will benefit hopefully your sex life with your spouse. Yeah, a lot of people, especially a lot of people who grew up in the church can have a tendency to feel guilty or ashamed about thoughts that pop into your head. And like Sexy Corte was just saying, you can't always really control what thought pops into your head. We all have thoughts that are good, bad, crazy, funny, bizarre. We think all sorts of different things. We don't really always know where our thoughts come from. Uh, But then, like Sexy Corte was saying, once you have the thought, you do have the responsibility then to um, make, make, make the best of it, to act on it in a way that's honoring to God and honoring to your spouse. And so, you know, we don't think we don't think that you really need to be caught up in feeling guilty or ashamed about random things that might pop into your head. But what we want to focus on here is how to take those thoughts and how to apply them within your marriage and make your sex life with your spouse awesome. Yeah, so a couple of the different questions that we got from a couple of different readers over the last couple of months uh, specifically focused on they were having unwanted fantasies about other people and imagining other people. And, and so um, one thing that we thought could help with that is, is rather than trying to focus on variety in the thinking about a different sexual partner, try to introduce variety into your relationship with your spouse. And there are numerous ways that you could do this. On our blog, we fun things that you can try to spice up your sex life and and welcome some variety into your routine. Yeah, you can go on the blog and you can find maybe hundreds of posts with different types of sex games and role-playing scenarios, different places and ways to have sex. And like Sexy Corte is saying, a lot of times some of these unwanted fantasies or sometimes sexual uh, desires and novelty for variety and you know that that can be understandable that can be okay but but you can achieve that novelty and you can achieve that variety in your sex life with your spouse Mm -hmm. and so you know there are a lot of different ways sometimes people had some questions around uh, role-playing for example and there were questions that people have asked around uh, even like playing with bondage or playing with different toys or having sex in different places there's tons of stuff that you can do with your spouse that can introduce variety that can help maybe uh, refresh or renew or create 
you know, new experiences within your marriage, there's not really, an, you know, there, there's no need, there's no justification for looking outside of your marriage for sexual, sexual fulfillment when uh, you should be able to achieve that variety and that novelty inside your marriage. Definitely. Um, so the, the next idea that we had was just building good mental habits in general. And, you know, you can, you can, your brain is um, pretty fascinating and, and, it's almost like creating a, a hike through a new path where the more you tread along that path, the easier it gets to tread along that path. And the same thing happens with your thoughts. And so you can try to um, train your thought patterns into a positive ter- direction. So if you notice an incoming thought that you're you're not really wanting to indulge, you know, acknowledge it, notice it, pay attention to your thoughts, but then um, try to redirect that thought. So maybe you have an unwanted fantasy, try to instead focus on a fantasy involving your spouse, you know, come up with one or, or focus on a sexual memory with your spouse and, and just keep going along that path. And, and I, I think that will help to, train your mind to follow that more easily. Yeah, we've talked a lot on the blog also about building habits. We've talked about uh, building the habit of daily sex in your life. We've talked about the habit of saying yes when your spouse uh, proposes something or, or asks for something sexually. We've talked about the habit of responsiveness and enthusiasm during sex. And these are all things that, you know, sometimes they come more naturally to some people than others. Sometimes, you know, your mood, your moods are different at, you know, one time or another. But these are all habits that you can build within yourself that will help scratch this itch, I think, for novelty and for variety. Also, uh, create some sexual memories with your spouse. If you don't have any fun ones that you like to linger on, uh, we think that sexual memories are really important to your marriage and um, they're yeah we we love having those sort of inside memories together that we we love to talk about and um, so yeah do you have any tips on how to create some sexual memories with your spouse so one of the things that we've done that always brings some these memories to my mind. So a lot of our a lot of our sexual memories in our marriage were about places where we had had sex that you know are not usual places that we would go to, and we, in many cases, we've taken pictures of these locations and hung them up around the house, and so you know to to a visitor it might just look like some places where we've gone on vacation or you know a neat a neat building that we saw or something like that. But when I look at them, I remember, you know, that we had had, we had sex in that location (laughs) while we were on vacation or uh, what have you. And so uh, to me, that really, that really helps bring back some of the most memorable things that we've done. What about you? What, what kind of sexual memories, how do you build sexual memories? Yeah, I I agree. I think it does revolve around places. And also I, I think too, we, we love developing traditions within our family. And I, I think that involves intimate ones just between the two of us. And, and so I, yeah, like your, your birthday, we often do something special and, and, and father's day. 
and usually your birthday and Mother's Day, but you're not a you don't have as crazy requests as I do. I don't think. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting. There is a difference between us, and we were talking about sexual fantasies, and um, I'm much less inclined to let my mind wander and and fantasize, and you're you're quite different, right? Well, I think, yeah, I, I think that um, a lot of the the posts on the blog come out of random, you know, either things that Sexy Corte and I have done that I, that I thought of or things that I want to do. And I write up a blog post like, hey, take a look at this. What <laughs> Do you want to do this sometime? And so, yeah, I don't know. I feel like um, I have, I don't want to say more creativity because you're very creative. You come up with a lot of stuff too. You come up with a lot of stuff, but it's... fantasy. It's more of like a gift-giving aspect. Yeah, you certainly have a lot of creativity. That's why I I didn't want to say more creativity, but more, um, I don't know. Yeah, more more spontaneous, like searching for new experiences. Hmm. Yeah, so what I've noticed with myself lately, though... um, since I don't have that tendency for fantasy in the way that Elfiri does, is that sometimes I'll wake up and when we are snuggling in the morning, I often, that's when, if I'm going to have a sexy dream, that's often when that happens. And lately I've noticed it's fun to kind of linger on that or maybe want to play that out later. And, and so, you know, people, everyone's different. And so it, that's one idea if you don't if you're not really into fantasizing maybe pick a sexy dream that that your spouse was in and and um let your mind wander down that dream play with it a little bit and uh, you can you can explore you know shaping your mind to think about your spouse in that way through dreams too and you know i think one of the uh, so one side of this right is being willing to share these thoughts and fantasies and desires with your spouse. And then the other side of that coin is to be willing to listen, to be receptive, and to be open to the ideas that your spouse will share with you. You know, it's very, it's very, even within a a close marriage, it can be intimidating or embarrassing to share some sexual desire that, you know, maybe you've never expressed before, or maybe you're afraid that your spouse would think it's silly or gross or just unappealing in some other way. And, you know, nobody likes to be rejected. And so there's a, you know, there's a hesitation there to share. Um, but, But if you open up and you're willing to do that and to trust your spouse with you know, with some of those most intimate thoughts in your head, uh, that can really take your marriage, well, to a new level of intimacy if your spouse is open and willing to listen. So I would say on the flip side of that coin would be that when your spouse does bring something to you, maybe that they've never brought up before or that you've never thought of before or you've thought of and dismissed as, you know, why would anyone want to do that? To be open and to 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 listen and to, to to yeah to listen with an open mind and to do your best to say yes if it's possible for you yeah and I think you can always say I I need some time to think about that but thank you for telling me and and sometimes you have to process uh, yeah and I think that's fine I think you're right sometimes it takes time to process and to think about something 
and and so you need to be you need to be willing to give your spouse the space to think and to and to respond when you bring something up like that so another thought that we had about fantasies and potential unwanted fantasies that might creep into your thought life is you know maybe try to look at it as okay what's what's your mind trying to tell you what can you learn from this because I think I think sometimes if there's a problem you haven't necessarily identified yet your subconscious has a way of kind of pushing that out and so maybe you're fantasizing about things that you don't want to because there might be a problem in your marriage that you need to address and so um, try to look at what that's trying to tell you so that you can you can learn from it and and hopefully correct it for example you know i i think some of the right readers that we've had write into us have you know expressed fantasies that seem like they're bordering like on a dangerous side or wanting to really introduce not dangerous in a but kind of risque or or bringing excitement into their, their taboos yeah yes and so you know i i think that could express that they're they're needing to add some excitement to their sex life and like we said at the beginning of the podcast i you can do that with your spouse and so maybe if you're struggling with that you try to find a daring place to have sex that there's maybe a risk of being caught or something um Sure. Well, I, you know, we've we've enjoyed having sex in outdoor locations. I wouldn't say public locations because I don't think it's fair to impose yourself <laughs> on other people in public like that at all. So, but 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 outdoor locations where where you have a reasonable amount of privacy, that can be fun. Um, you know, we've written on the blog about even stuff like light bondage or, you know, shibari using ropes or, you know, fuzzy handcuffs or um, things like that that are in a consensual context, of course, are fun. It's a game. It's it's but it's it is something that's a little, you know, edgier or a little bit out there, maybe that that people would not immediately think of. Uh, we, we have some games on the blog, you know, using uh, using your using a Jenga set to to create um, dares for each other, you know, during a game situation. I don't know. There's there's a lot of ways that you can spice things up if you're willing to, if you're willing to go outside of your comfort zone a little bit. And I think that you know one of the things Sexy Corte is getting at here is that your your dreams and your fantasies they can a lot of times reveal some true desires that you have, but that you're afraid to bring forward, or that you maybe don't even know how to bring forward in a positive and edifying way, right? If you're having a fantasy that, that, you know, if you're having a fantasy about another person who's not your spouse, well, of course that you, you, you can't fulfill that fantasy in a way that honors God with a person who's not your spouse. But there might be elements of that fantasy that you can direct towards your spouse in a way that strengthens your marriage and grows your relationship, not not like pretending that they're another person, but bringing in some of the excitement or danger or taboo of it, but bringing it into the safety and sanctity of your marriage. Definitely. And, you know, you have to, again, this kind of gets back to what, what I already mentioned a few minutes ago, but you have to be willing to examine 
yourself and your desires, and then you have to be willing to open up and share them to your spouse. And that can be scary. I mean, it can be scary. It, it just can be because you don't know how your spouse is going to react, especially, you know, if you've been married for 20 years and, you know, you say, hey, I'd like to try to tie you down to the bed. They might look at you like you're nuts. I don't know. Yeah, but your your spouse is the one person that you can speak the absolute truth to and, and just be vulnerable and be yourself to. And, and so you shouldn't be afraid to share those things with your spouse because I, I think it strengthens your marriage when you can when you can come to the table with a level of vulnerability. I think that can be mirrored and then the relationship can deepen as a result of it. Yeah, absolutely. Vulnerability is what leads to intimacy. I mean, in my experience, if you're not willing to be vulnerable, you can't be intimate. So I think that covers our Thought Life podcast. Do you have anything to add? All I would add is that, you know, this this is a great topic for conversation with your spouse and not just a one-time conversation. You can't just go and be like, hey, tell me your fantasies that you've never shared with me before. Um, but it's the type of thing that uh, maybe if you if you <laughs> maybe if you if you do uh, grab a bottle of wine sometime or something if that's within your uh, within what's allowable for you uh, in your marriage uh, and have a conversation like this and maybe it's not just one conversation maybe it's two or three or it becomes an ongoing conversation where you open up to each other on a new level that you've never gotten to before. So in in summary, you can't always control the incoming thoughts, but you have absolute control on how you direct those thoughts. And we hope that you can direct those in a positive way that will be edifying to your marriage and bring you closer to your spouse. We hope this episode is a blessing to your marriage. Please leave us a five-star review and join us at MarriedChristianSex.com to ask a question or share your ideas. Provided by Cunning Gnome under the Creative Commons license.